race to like what you want to get done and you have to be able to make sure that you can keep up with that pace and make decisions that way okay so now in chicago mm-hmm. and we talked about this a little bit in chicago but right before that you find your wife i did that was a game changer i was not expecting that again i was um senior in college didn't know like exactly what i want to do next i was got this offer to go to chicago in like january i was like cool i'm not gonna date anybody it's gonna kind of coast and then we'll mm-hmm. see what happens when they get chicago and i was on this cruise with a couple people from college the bahamas and like heard this aura was just different and i was like whoa like she's not even saying nothing there's something about her that's just different yeah. and i was like, okay i need to get to know her better so when i got back to school i told the people i was talking to like yo like nothing against you but i'm i'm just cutting everybody off i'm just really trying to kind of focus on this one thing mm-hmm. and you know after when i got to school um she actually was in cleveland um right after school i was in chicago so we had to figure out how to make the long distance thing work which is um which was it's tough it's really tough to do that but i knew for fairly early on that this was gonna be, she was the one mm-hmm. and so i had to kind of get myself ready to be a husband mm. uh, which we talk about mm. too but i like having a partner who kind of believes in you and that you can really just bounce things off of and just feels like home like mm-hmm. that was dope i didn't know i was gonna get that so young so i got very lucky to to find her so you go because you were in chicago for two years yep you go two years long distance yep chicago to cleveland yep hitting the mega bus amtrak flight wherever we could driving um sometimes too so trying to figure out whatever way we can make it work see each other a lot, a lot of the weekends a lot of facetime a lot of calls and you know after work it's tough long distance is really tough but we knew we were ultimately going to be together mm-hmm. and we wanted to make it work. And so while it was hard, when you see your life together, you, you figure out how to make the pieces fit together. Mm-hmm. And so we kind of got creative around date nights, whether it be like FaceTime, both cooking together, watching movies on FaceTime together. We do whatever we could to keep that relationship going. But I think because I knew early on, like this, this was it, that she was the one, that it, it kind of framed... It, it was hard, but I knew there was an end goal, right? We were going to yeah. ultimately be in the same place. So I, it does frame kind of how you see that, that hard part Absolutely. of it. Absolutely. So you get through these these two years, but do you, uh, in between those two years, do you know you're coming to Cleveland, or does it just kind of happen? It's kind of happened, honestly. Like wow. We, so you were, you were, and I'm sorry for cutting you off, you were willing to go even longer yeah, I'm mean, so eventually we're gonna be together. Like, <laughs> it wasn't gonna be like there was a, there was a timetable on it, but we didn't know when. It, like, we didn't know. I honestly, I was open to being wherever. She was thinking about Chicago. I was thinking about Cleveland. Mm. Um, and then this company reached out, um, and it was a large restaurant group that owned like at the time 700, now 2,000 chain restaurants. Wow. They owned like 300 Applebee's, 150 Wendy's, 200 Taco Bell's, and they said, "Hey, like we love your experience. Um, we want someone who can help invest in these restaurants." And help kind of help grow and scale these restaurants. Are you interested in, um, you know, Cleveland? I met you in Chicago. Like, would you want to be in Cleveland? I said, yeah, like for yeah. sure. Like, sign <laughs> That's me up. crazy. So it just kind of worked out really well. She had um, interned at the law firm she's working at now, and loved it. And she said, I really like Cleveland. There's so much to do here. People people sleep on it, which I think is true. I'm a big yeah. fan of Cleveland. Yeah. Um, and so she she was happy here. I was ready for a new challenge. Mm. And yeah, I made that move over. So. And you said this has kind of been the favorite part of the journey as well. For sure. I, like, people here are super, super, I think, 
helpful. Like if you if you want to do stuff here, people will like help you out, right? Mm -hmm. So when she was in law school, um, now Mayor Bibb was one of her classmates. What? I guess insta I DM'd him on Instagram like, yo, hey, I'm young black, new to Cleveland, you're young black, seems like you know what's going on here, like, let's grab a drink. He said, wow. sure, let's get coffee sometime. So I just talked to him, he's like, whatever I can do to help you, meet people here, well, let's do that. And so I got to know him. Um, I had a mentor here who I met uh, named Jerry Prim. Who shout was out to Jerry. Shout out to Jerry, Jerry's a good guy. Um, he had this event um, one Sunday talking about issues that affect the black community. He was like, hey, I would love to get to know you and your wife. You know, tell me what you want to get involved in, and I'll make sure that we get you in those right rooms, right? Oof. And it that's rare, like to find people to get who in the invest in, in you like that. Like that's huge. Yeah. So I've I've loved MagCon in Cleveland for sure. So you get here, I believe we lost another light, but you get here in 2017. Correct. And in 2017. Don't worry about it, cause we, we we still we still we still look people, okay? We getting there, but we not all the way there yet. But you know what? It's real, it's honest, and you y'all gotta hear this, cause this is just one of those conversations that in 20 years a 20 year old could get something in. You know what I'm saying? That's the goal. I don't. All of the life is great. I love it. We get into something real here, so. In 2017, you get here and you start working in GPAC. Correct. Yeah, yeah. It's about, that's probably like 2018 I started working 2018. in 2018? Yeah. How do you kind of get introduced to it then? Again, that was also through Jerry. Wow. So Jerry was a, a big Jerry's plug. a big guy. Um, and so yeah. he yeah. was like, hey, I know you want to get involved in politics. I know you care about the city. I'm a part of this group. Do you want to hear more about it? No pressure. Just get to meet some of the people who are involved with it. And with that group, there's a lot of groups that do political stuff, and a lot of them are great, but a lot of it's kind of like, let's talk about this and do that and put an action plan together. GPAC was very much like, let's, let's move some stuff. Mm. Like, let's actually get some stuff done that's tangible. We can, we can put our name on and actually move stuff for the community, right? And so that like action-orientedness of it was like, okay, I got to be a part of it. And so, yeah, joined, um, got to work on some campaigns, which was really dope. Got to back some really, really great candidates, and then... You know, became vice president initially, and then in 21 was elected president um, of the group, which I think also, like, again, I'm one of the youngest people in the group. No, that's a, that's the amazing thing. You're tw you were 27 at the time, correct, right? Correct, correct. And you became the president. Correct. How did that feel? It was a, I mean, it was a great feeling. The people, these people, we had, you know, 60, 70, 80 right. like, people who. With long money people. <laughs> long who money. believed in, like, believed that I could lead this organization. That was a big you know, confidence boost to me. Yeah. Um, I wanted to be able to, to bring in a new era of folks who wanted to get involved in politics and show them that there's, there's a way to do that. There's like a way to actually make change. And so to, to have the support from the group, like everyone was super helpful. So whatever we need, you know, you're our leader, like whatever we can do to help you. And it's been dope. I mean, we're trying to get you know more young people to want to join, to be a part of it, to be a part of the movement. Um, but it's been really dope to be able to work with so many great people in the organization. So how can a young, educated, want to get somewhere further in life, get into a GPAC, get into investing, get into a field such as yours? Yeah, so when one, like, I'm around, like, um, Where can they find you at? Yeah, so you can find me on Instagram, um, at a newsome 5 I'm big there. Um, you can also email me um, at uh, a new semester, .com. Feel free to email me as well. 
Um, I'm happy to connect whoever to both the investing side or the government side, happy to do either one. There's also people like me out there. So again, if you want to be a part of GPAC or other organizations, understand, go to their website, understand their mission, and then reach out to people you see on the website who are doing the work that you want to do and say, hey, it seems like a really great thing that you're doing. How can I get involved? And if you're willing to do the work, people will, people will make, make it happen for you. That, that is amazing. Um, I'm not going to keep you too long because I got to get you back. So I got to, I realize, I realize I can't go too long because they'd be like, oh, I got an hour. I'm good. No, you got to come back. You got, you got we'll, one more. We'll run it back. And you got to run it back some more. Sure. But um, thank you. Thank you for being here. Um, but before you get out of here um, and before we do our last thing, you got to talk about some numbers because people going to be like, yeah, but... What did no, nah, he talked real numbers. I need to talk some numbers. Yeah, so we've seen businesses, and this is outside of my firm. I'm just talking about the Back industry, to the business. Industry, yeah, I yeah. <laughs> industry in general talk about. So I've seen people buy businesses for, call it, you know, two, three million dollars, sell them for 450 million. We've seen some that are bought for 500,000, go for 50 to 75 million. And that's straight money that pockets, right? It's money that is pretty unheard of. From scaling. From scaling, yeah. Like it's, you've seen it, um, I've seen it happen a lot. People take in business growing it 10, 100 times. What? Um, and getting pretty paid well for to do that. So it's out there again. That's not everyone, but if you really kind of hone in and lock in, find the right deal, you could take a business from, you know, 500K, um, a million to 50 million plus. In three years, three, three, to, five, three, to, five three years. to five years. Yeah. That is nuts. And you said a website? Hold on, what do you mean a website? <laughs> yes. You're missing a lot right now. Golly. Yeah, so bizbuysell.com will have a list of, of a bunch of different companies you can buy. You can say, give me only the ones in Ohio. Um, there's also one called Microacquire, same thing. Um, those ones, actually a company here called FBA Flip, um, which is actually a local guy in Cleveland, tried this website to actually um, buy Amazon-based businesses, the businesses that sell primarily on Amazon. So there's a lot of different websites out there that can help you find what's the right fit for you, because fit's important. Yes. You want to find the company that's actually going to work, that you want to be at every day, that you want to help grow and scale. And so yeah, you can, people have again, found those websites, figure out how to improve them and scale them and getting you know, seven, eight figure checks. So <laughs> it's, it's possible. And my goal is like more people who look at us should get into that, right? Like yes. I, it's hard to know that I go in these rooms hundred people in there, I'm the only one who's black in there, right? Wow, yeah. And so my yeah. goal is that 10 years from now, that's not the case. Even right. five years from now, that's not the case. So I really want to get more people into this business buying, scaling world. Well, we're going to uh, DM him. I wish we had a promo code <laughs> or something, but DM him, get in touch with this knowledge, this information, and understanding that there is real money out here, and it's legal, and it's real, and it's for us and it's out there, and if you put your structure and your plans together, it can work. Find the niche that you love and go. I mean, why wouldn't you? I mean, I'm gonna be talking to him, we trying to scale here. So I'm gonna <laughs> be, be having conversations. But um, before we get out of here, it is called Get It Off Your Chest. Okay. Um, basically, um, the talking to um, maybe yourself in the past, um, talking to um, the young youth that you want to inspire, just some inspirational words for them, for yourself, all of that. Yeah, no, for sure. So when I was younger, 
I struggle with like imposter syndrome, thinking that like I, these super talented people out here, I mean, I wasn't one of those people. But as I've gotten older, I've found out like you really can do it. If you put your mind to it and you want to become an expert in something, you can do it, right? Like it's not, people may make these things seem complicated, but if you really put the time, you can do it. So that go back to my younger self, I'd be like, yo, stop kind of blocking your blessings by being afraid to act. Like mm -hmm. just believe in yourself. And again, there's a lot of stuff out there you can do to, to help train yourself, but imposter syndrome is real. Um, but again, it's not that complicated. Just you gotta take that first step. Yeah. So that's why, yeah, that's what I tell everybody. I love it. Yeah. It's the King Team Network. We out of here. Peace. Thank you.